Before China made big-budget action movies for Hollywood, before Korean television dramas captivated audiences all over the world, India's film industry, or Bollywood, had been making the South Asian subcontinent sing and dance for nearly a century. But in spite of the occasional international hit and some success in smaller markets in Asia, India's film and television industry has been slower to take hold internationally. But can Bollywood be the next big thing? I'm Michelle Fleur-Cruz. In this episode of Asia Abridged, some of India's biggest filmmakers and executives are increasingly confident that the answer is yes. Speaking at a conference put together by the International Indian Film Academy and Asia Society, filmmakers Vishesh Bhatt and Kabir Khan suggest that in an industry where sex sells, India's cultural conservatism has traditionally kept Bollywood from reaching its global potential. Vishesh Bhatt weighs in first, then Kabir Khan speaks. I think the problem that we face, other than piracy, is that as soon as it's exciting but not with family values, we are attacked. Yeah, right. So now, uh, excitement or anything that's sensational uh, catches the eye of uh, political parties or the government or various parts uh, of the government. And so that's a big challenge that we face that is different from the US. The audiences are discerning, they are very selective, but you make something that's compelling or argumentative and there's someone there to pull you down. Or, I would totally yeah. agree with him. There is, uh, you know, of course, the word intolerance has become a very difficult and dangerous word to use, but there's definitely an intolerance for anything which is critical of, uh, you know, whether it's a political um, uh, regime or whether it's things that... Humor. So, uh, Even humor. Humor, is yeah. Not I mean, our, our, our 6,000-year-old culture is so fragile today that, you know, a James Bond kiss for 42 seconds can destroy Indian culture. So our sensors <laughs> cut it down to 22 seconds. 22 seconds we can tolerate, but 23rd seconds yeah. India will crumble. <laughs> so, uh, Cultural conservatism aside, the global outlook for Indian film is changing. Kabir Khan says that Indian film and TV has experienced a metamorphosis over the decades, from movies with music and large choreographed dance numbers to those featuring more stripped-down conventional storytelling. There are lots, there's a lot of change happening within our industry. There are lots of new kind of storytelling that's coming in and being appreciated by our own audiences and audiences abroad. Uh, but at the same time, there is something very inherently Bollywood uh, in the Hindi film industry. And right. the danger is not to lose that. There's a certain joy of storytelling that we have, which we definitely must nurture and, and, and keep going with that. But at the same time, we need to allow a parallel space to develop for new filmmakers, right. you know, people who've probably not grown up in the, in the culture of watching our uh, uh, you know, films with song and dance come up and, and be able to tell their kind of storytelling. And that's Creative. happening. Uh, you know, a lot is uh, made about uh, uh, song and dance, but actually some of the top grossing films of our industry are not really films that have been known for their song and dance. Uh, in fact, one of the films uh, recently, uh, a film called Dangal, uh, oh, yeah. does not have any lip sync uh, songs. It does, definitely has no dancing in it. It's one of the highest grossing films, was the highest grossing Hindi film till, till about a month ago, uh, and is the highest grossing film uh, it did more than $200 million in, in China. Yeah. Um, so there's a growing acceptance of that storytelling. Um, at the same time, there are large parts of the, of the world where they, they see our films, uh, specifically you know, parts of Africa, Southeast Asia, Middle East, which love our films because of the song and dance. The addition of streaming platforms like Netflix, Amazon, YouTube and others is also shaping the future of the industry globally and may provide more opportunity for Indian filmmakers. 
So I'm saying it is liberating when we access platforms like Amazon Prime. Uh, what is important is that the audiences within India are accepting all kinds of storytelling, all kinds of treatment. And uh, I think because of Amazon, even global audiences are being are accepting, you know, um, uh, shows uh, with different languages. I mean, Narcos is a global phenomenon, but seventy percent of it is in, is in Spanish, even though it's you know an American show. Uh, in India, everybody gladly accepted it with the main principal character speaking in Spanish. So I think all kinds of um, treatments are working today. But also credits internet distribution for exposing Bollywood films to a wider audience. We had a film recently released that's called Begum Jan. It had a humble box office uh, uh, theatrical numbers, but it's digital and especially the pirated versions that were on YouTube. Three uh, days, there were like about 15 million views of the pirated links. There's no publicity, there's no pushing of it, but 15 million views. They were going up by 5 million views every 24 hours. Wow. And that was the consumption that was taking place when it was available on something like a YouTube or any other platform. Khan had a similar experience with one of his films. But already our films are being consumed on the web. Yeah. Uh, just to give you an example, some of the most watched films in uh, India are watched by 3% of our population. That's it. Yet, I mean, one of my films, Bajrangi uh, Bhaijan, two years ago, was one of the most watched films in the last 15, 20 years. And I got down to the figures, and I realized 3% of the country has seen it. Yet, everybody I met in the country had seen the film. So, where were they seeing it? <laughs> so, uh, they were obviously consuming it on the net, unfortunately, yeah. in a pirated form. Yeah. Uh, but now, with the advent of uh, a web-based distribution, I think we'll be able to reach much larger audiences. Because I think the youth, by and large, is not doing a appointment watching. They don't want to watch uh, a film at 9.30. They want to watch it at 3 in the morning yeah. in their bedroom. Um, so that's how I think they'll, they'll start consuming all our films. According to Zulfi Khan, managing director of Hook, a popular video streaming platform in Asia, getting India to the next level would require content creators to move away from a current trend of licensing Western ideas to be remade locally and move toward original content, or as Khan refers to it, IPs or intellectual property. The other big challenge for us is that, you know, the two pillars of Indian entertainment, one is the film business and then there's the television business, you know, and we have some great measure of success as far as the film business is concerned. Uh, in the television business, we've typically imported concepts. We bought the rights for concepts, you know, and we've remade it in India. I think the challenge is how do we start creating our own IPs and how do we export those IPs to the rest of the world? Right. So I think that, that it's an interesting challenge that we have and the opportunity is phenomenal. Megastar Indian actor Anil Kapoor, who among other roles, is known for starring in the Indian adaptation of the American action TV show 24, discusses why the globalization of Indian media makes him optimistic that India will have its moment on the global stage soon. Well, I'm not going to intellectualize it. I'm just <laughs> going to speak from my heart, I feel. Uh, I think that's the best thing to happen to, uh, uh, you know, I think the world, and especially to India, and especially to the youngsters of India, and of course, the most important thing is is the digitization, and which is really, uh, you know, it has shrunk the world. It is, uh, you know, and especially for people like us, you know, who want to, uh, who are content creators, for actors, for artists, and for the Indian cinema, uh, nothing could be better than you know uh, the digitization and the globalization. Because uh, it was, a, you know, it would have been otherwise a very, very tough journey to do things which would reach out in instantly. 
So I think uh, somewhere I feel the world has become smaller and uh, just sitting at home, sitting in Mumbai, you can reach out to the world. And I feel it very, very strongly. Okay, this is just the beginning of a very, very glorious future for all the content creators from India and the stories, which have millions and millions of stories because we are the, one of the oldest civilizations in the world and the stories which we have are absolutely, will be very exotic, very uh, different and uh, I think they will be lapped up all over the world and this is just the tip of the iceberg, actually, I feel. Thanks for listening to Asia Abridged. Links and information for some of the people mentioned can be found in the podcast episode's details section. If you'd like to hear more, you can check out our show page at asiasociety.org slash podcast. And you can subscribe to Asia Society's podcasts on iTunes and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Asia Society. This fall, Asia Society New York is celebrating the season of India with a series of programs and special events on arts, culture, business, and policy in conjunction with the exhibition, The Progressive Revolution, Modern Art for a New India, on view at the Asia Society Museum in New York. Find out more at asiasociety.org slash season of India. Until next time, this is Michelle Flor Cruz. <laughs>